Yo, what's up, everybody? This your boy, Moon. You know, we got a great, great, great episode coming up for you. Join us. I'm joined by none other than my man, Professor Q, in the building. You know what I'm saying? And we got some great, great ends with us right there beside my man, Professor Q. My man, this dude right here, y'all, as I as I get to know him more and more, man, just an awesome man of God. Mm-hmm. Pastor Ramsour, holler at the people. What's happening, y'all? Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, and then, you know, we got to have my pastor in the building, Pastor Ricky McClooney. You know what I'm saying? Love this man right here. Uh, so we got some, some great airs in the building. We're about to have a great, uh, great, great discussion. Uh, Professor Q, man, go ahead, Q this thing up. Let us know what we're going to be talking about today. All right, fellas. So, all right, first, I'm going to start off by saying we was talking about a little bit about Dion, uh, Colorado football team. So, Hopefully this transition to our topic. So y'all, I don't know if everybody heard about it, but uh, the team they just played, the coach, uh, Jay Norville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had he, you know, he was saying that Dion, if it was him, he wouldn't be wearing sunglasses and a hat when you're talking to grownups or whatever. Mm, yeah, but yeah. uh, <laughs> that was kind of interesting. But what I took Big from mistake. it was, what I took from it was, you know, he's looking at himself you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he he probably thinking Dion got an unconventional or radical way of approaching whatever he's doing right while he's more traditional right right so our topic today is about traditions mm. yeah definitely definitely and, and real quick man on the Dion thing you know i i, I understand uh you know okay let me let me premise, premise it with this the man said that he wasn't really talking about Dion at Dion. Oh no, he's mm-hmm. talking about. Now, come Dion. on now. That's <laughs> <laughs> the thing. I don't if you if you're saying Can something you on that. it, on it, just just right. go ahead and own it. Right. You, you right. know what I mean? There's no way I'm gonna reference my mama hats and sunglasses. Yeah. You know, just just out the blue, and I'm right. about to play this man who got all this national media attention. Right. right. You know. What I'm saying? Right. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, come on, if you're gonna say it, own it, bro. Own it, bro. Anyway, like you said. <laughs> We talk about tradition. <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about the church and tradition. So, you know, that could that's a wide range of things. It could be music. It could be dress codes. It could be, you know, that we do things a certain way before we start or we got to vote or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So the first question we want to put out here to y'all is, um, you know, how do we define church tradition as it relates to church? Ooh-wee, that's a good mm-hmm. So go. Mm-hmm. Who want to take that first? Ooh. I want to see uh, how Pastor Gay go ahead and swing at that. You know, it's <laughs> all good. I think the question that you asked earlier was, <clears throat> how do we define tradition? To me, tradition is a uh, from a, from a church standpoint is what we carry from generation to generation, what we're taught mm-hmm. and what we're told, and what we do. Um, I always look at that word tradition as more of a verb than it is anything else. It's more, it's more or less a sense of what we do um, over time and how we transfer information from one generation to the next. Um, so I think in the, most in particularly, even with how we identify the church as the black church or mm-hmm. churches as white churches, mm-hmm. you know, traditionally, that's what we just always become accustomed to because that's how we identify our environment, mm-hmm. you know, what the environments that we're in. So um, even from down to, you know, uh, how we take up offerings, how we, how we, how we, our, our service structures. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor Rick can tell you most of the time you go to most churches and the service structures are 
that of just what a pastor or <clears throat> a leader might be used to or what they come from. Mm-hmm. Um, like my, my dad, for instance, my dad was, uh, he served under Pastor Robinson for a long time. So if you look at my dad's service structure and Pastor Robinson's service structure, when I first got to uh, Antioch, it was identical. Mm. It was the same exact service structure. Not to say that theirs were wrong, but we don't we don't necessarily do church in the same way mm-hmm. that they did church and in the way that they do church. Uh, and traditionally, some people might have you know some people might have out with it because some people when you grow up in it from a traditional standpoint, they may feel like or they may believe this is how you're supposed to do church. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing it exactly the way it's supposed to be done or the way that I've learned it mm-hmm. over time, you can't be doing it God's way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Or it, because my customs, my customs might be breaking or because what uh, my tradition might be breaking. It, it can't be the way that the Lord wants to do. So mm-hmm. tradition to me is just a, is just <clears throat> it is a, a series of actions, a series of different things that we do over time that we pass down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to inject too is that <clears throat> I hear tradition. I don't necessarily tag it as all bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. But because, be, simply because what we do now that's different from the tradition in the past, we starting something that will be tradition that's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, I don't necessarily call it all bad. I think that it's some things that has to change or because we are realizing the tradition does not really glorify God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know if that defines it, but I'm... That's, well, you see, uh, yeah, I think when you, when you answer like that, you, you, you're kind of helping me in a way because I see it in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the way that it has, you know, that, that it has, I guess, that I have had to have dealings with tradition. It's always been negative, you know, towards me mm-hmm. um, until I began to understand that some things that we actually do that I like are traditional as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. You know Absolutely. so I had to learn, OK, well, these things are traditional. I actually like those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but, you know, at first when it came across, it was like, OK, you you can't be you. There's something wrong with you being you. And tradition is what points that out or highlights that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I felt a lot of times when I went to places was, OK, um, you know, I'm not being worldly like, mm-hmm. you know, because I hate it. OK, so let me let me go ahead and lay the groundwork. Um, you know, for those who don't know, I do gospel rap, poetry, all that stuff. Um, I didn't give myself the gift of rap. You know what I'm saying? I, I just did not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, God gave me that gift. Like I've, I've been doing poetry as long as I can remember. I think my mom said I, I had one in the book when I was in the second grade. You know, mm-hmm. I just that's just something that I always liked, And it was always it came natural for me. And so naturally, when I got saved, I gave my gifts to God and mm-hmm. I started using my gifts to give glory to God. Mm-hmm. And I was told many times, you know, per tradition, that rap was not something that was of God. Matter of fact, I had people telling me that it came from the devil. And mm-hmm. that that it and I was like, there's no way the devil gave me this gift, <laughs> you know. Exactly. That doesn't make sense to me, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. So so that began my struggle, if you will, with, with tradition. Okay, uh, well, I I like to say this too. Even with that, you have some people who will say that God gave them a gift, and it's so ungodly that we would have to say that ain't from God, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, in other words, I like the fact that you said 
what God gifted with me, gift me with, is that I gave it to God. Yes, sir. And when you say give it to God, for we don't be churchified right, right here. Yes, sir. What he's saying is, That's good. I gave God the okay on what he gave me by doing it and using it in a manner that would glorify him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. And so now somebody could say the rapping that you do is very traditional. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's your gift, it's your calling, and you are honoring God with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now the other person that, that say, I, I say this is from God, but it goes against scripture. Mm -hmm. It goes against what God says and it dishonors God. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, again, you have started, because I remember when we started. Mm -hmm. yeah. You remember we would go to churches and they would tell me, yes, sir. I, I, you come to preach, but now I heard you got some rappers. They ain't doing that because that ain't of God. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. We, we yeah. went through that. Yes, sir. All right? mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we submitted our wills to God and we can see scripturally yeah, you how this right here can affect the kingdom of God. Yes. Yes, sir. You've seen yes, many sir. people come to Christ through the words that you had to rap about that actually came from the word of God. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So now don't let me take the whole thing, but I'm telling you <laughs> what we done then. We have to be careful now mm -hmm. with the way we've always done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. Because now we got some young boys sitting down and they just spitting <laughs> and can God use that? Yes, sir. I think it goes back to the tradition. Yes, what sir. is the tradition? Yes, sir. Is that is this honoring God? Mm -hmm. That's it. Yes, so that's it. That's how I govern. Is this tradition that needs to be set aside or not? Yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's, that's awesome. Uh, and I want to add in. Uh, you know, I don't rap, but I might can write some stuff. I don't, you know, you be freestyling and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I didn't grow up in church, mm -hmm. so. I don't know all the hymns and all that. You know, I don't right. know all the hymns and the songs, but I do have Christian rappers that I enjoy listening to. Mm -hmm. And like you said, if I know the word of God is in there, see, that's mm -hmm. what got me, you know, but I, you know, I enjoyed the songs. I'm not at the point to where I'd be like, oh, I don't want to hear that music because it's too traditional. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's a standard of uh, what's traditional, what's godly. You mm -hmm. got to separate it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it might be like he was making the point about he seen what you said about something being a, a positive tradition. That's also mm -hmm. we have to take those things and build upon those things, mm -hmm. or right. like even like you were saying, recreate or create a new tradition mm -hmm. to where okay, this is godly, this is acceptable. Mm -hmm. It's just that when you know when people hold on to the things that are unbiblical, like he was uh, saying earlier, mm -hmm. the things that are unbiblical. Mm -hmm. All the things we need to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Right. But we can have traditions with the hymns. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, I know Pastor Gabe knows the hymns. Okay. Yeah. I love them. I, I know some of them. But it's some songs that we sung traditionally. Nobody ever questioned what we were singing. Yeah. But they it, weren't scripturally sound. They weren't scripturally sound. But now yeah. they sound good and they would make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But God is really not about the feeling. Right. Yeah. As much as he's the about result. The, the result. That's okay. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. Traditionally, we can do a thing, but is is this honoring God? That's yeah. good. Because I don't know about y'all. I don't want to come up on the roof side of the mountain. <laughs> 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 huh? 
I'm coming yeah. up. Yeah. No, I ain't yeah. Yeah. The Bible tells me to speak to the mountain yes, and, and, and it shall be, be removed. That's right. You can climb if you want to. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be on this side waiting on you. <laughs> and I, I, think, I think that's a good point right there because I think just like Pastor Ricky was saying, man, there are a lot of customs, there are a lot of different things that we do in church and that we've done in church that as it's embraced, especially like with hymns and stuff. I'm a person, I love hymns. I love and the I love old music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I feel like um, even in our culture, a lot of those songs, a lot of those songs are what kind of brought our people over. Mm-hmm. Yes, man. You know what sure. I'm saying? It's, it's what I'm, I'm, I remember uh, there was a song that we were saying back in the day. It's in my mind. It's in my mind. Oh, I overcome someday. Yeah. But in, through Christ Jesus, you've already overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that, but for them in their minds, you know, because of what they were going through at that time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's what they passed down to their kids. Exactly. Is the expectation of what may come. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the a lot of the songs that we sing, a lot of things that we have gotten away from in church, sometimes we don't understand the foundation of exactly. where that stuff came from and why it was implemented mm-hmm. and yeah. what it was for. Yes. Um, so even when it came to the comes to the law, as we study the law in God's word in the old testament. The law was there, was placed there. That's what God put in place. That's what God implemented mm-hmm. to uh, to to give us guidance in our flesh. That's right. This is this is this is what is uh, this is what you don't do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there was no true transformation from the inside out. Right. So whenever Christ came, Christ started preaching. He started. He did something different whenever he died on the cross, mm-hmm. and whenever he before he ascended, he he told the disciples. He told them, "I'm going to give." He said, "There's going to be a time. I'm going to I'm going to leave to you. Uh, I'm going to give you power from on high." Mm-hmm. He left us with this thing called the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. Yes. Which sir. is that is the thing that changes you from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So he taught Christ taught us to love first the Lord thy God with all of our heart, soul, minds, and strength and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Mm-hmm. That means that there is an internal transformation that has, happens from the inside out. Now, it's not that you don't need the law, it's but, it, but it's just the fact that whenever God transforms you from the inside out and you learn how to love God and you learn how to love your neighbor as you would love yourself, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need the law because love is what is what trumps it all. Mm-hmm. It yes. accomplishes it all. Mm-hmm. That's what the word says. Yeah. It accomplishes it all. Mm-hmm. That means I, I don't need the law to tell me to uh, not to steal from my neighbor mm-hmm. because I love you and I care about you as a brother, uh, as a sister. I'm not I'm not gonna rob you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right. I'm saying I don't want to take your life, right? I, I only want to do what I know is gonna be in good health for you. Um, so even when it comes to the law, as we as we as we talk about the laws and all that stuff in terms of tradition, um, a lot of these things that we've done in church over time, it's not that just like Pastor Ricky says, not that stuff is bad. It's not that everything is bad. Mm-hmm. All traditions aren't bad, but sometimes it can be just be our experiences mm-hmm. with certain mm-hmm. traditions, right, mm-hmm. with certain things, mm-hmm. and how we can feel rejected even in the midst of those things and how people implement certain things only because they've only been told something that they've never read. I see. Yeah. When, when I started to, to learn things biblically, that's when I started to realize, too, that some traditions were in there, just like some of the scribes and Pharisees was holding on to the law. The yes. reason why they held on to the law is because it helped them to assume their position. There you, you go. Know? And so I started, God started helping me to realize, okay, your brothers, some of your brothers and sisters in Christ, they feel threatened by something that is new that is not them. Mm-hmm. And so they, they have certain traditions in place that make them feel comfortable mm-hmm. coming to church and mm-hmm. doing church, you know. And so it, it helped me to start attacking it a different way. Cause I'm like you, I love to hymn stuff. Yeah. Listen, 
do too. To me, that was the first rapper that I heard. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. He, my brother would get up there and say, I know one day when God comes, I'll make that travel path. And then everybody, I know. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. oh you about to start having church. <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that. <laughs> so, so, you know, so imagine me being a youngster getting excited like that. Yeah. And then me coming with the gift that I felt like was right along, you know, with that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and of course, even myself, like I've cleaned it up over the years as far as saying, okay, be who you need to be in God and give God the glory, but don't let the world stain. Yeah, you, the, you know what I mean? Because yeah, exactly. the hip hop culture has stained us. Yeah. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like we we had to come to that realization as we grew. Hey, man, we don't have to show up everywhere with with backwards hats and baggy clothes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Football jerseys and a, and a swag, or, you know, or an attitude to show that we got swag. Yeah. Or yeah. You know, we could come in respectful, right. you know, and, and, you know, dress nicely, but not necessarily, you know, nerdy, if you will, yeah. or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, but still do our thing. You know, so it, it was a growing process. And I think that's the fear of church, of traditional church, is that the world will find this way in which I got to be honest with you, Pastor Ricky, you can correct me if you feel like I'm wrong. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like that's where we're kind of getting to in church sometimes mm -hmm. is that the church feels the pressure to identify with the world instead of being the salt of the earth. Ooh, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You just said it. We bro. should be the ones. We should be the ones that are creating the culture. We should be the ones that are exactly. transforming you know, culture. We shouldn't mm -hmm. be the ones that's kind of adapting ourselves to what culture is mm -hmm. just to feel a part of it. Yes, sir. So like you said, even about your gift, whenever God touched, whenever God touched you, God touched your gift. So God changed and transformed the use of your gift. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. For, for a central purpose, for yes, a purpose, sir. for the purpose of the kingdom. So I think the greatest fear is that this stuff is going to creep in and now it's going to put us in a position where we feel like we just have to preach a compromised gospel mm. or we have to live compromised lives in order to identify with the world culture. And I'm going to be honest with you, there is something that's happening uh, and it's, it's happening so powerfully because I've seen preachers that are in high esteem, that we hold in high esteem, mm -hmm. that go to uh, that have gone to the other communities and i'm a firm believer mm -hmm. that god is holy above all things yes, god's sir. word yeah. is holy say it again so you know when it comes to holiness when it comes to righteousness that's not tradition that's god's word Hell, exactly. hello Thank that's you, not sir. something that's not something that should ever change mm -hmm. so i can't go and because i want to be friends with people or because i want people to like me exactly go tell them that they are cool and good in their sin mm. yeah. yeah or that i want you know, seats to be filled that I would, Yeah, you, you know, know, that's yeah, because exactly. that's what starts to make us look like what Christ saw the Pharisees as. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As hypocrites. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. That's yes, sir. all Jesus called the Pharisees. <laughs> Every time we got into a discussion or a battle or a bout with the Pharisees, exactly. that's what he labeled them as mm -hmm. hypocrites. Yes, sir. Because y'all know the word, but y'all don't practice it. Yes, yes, exactly. That's good. And, and see, I think too, with this danger of allowing the world to come into the church, mm -hmm. I think we've put up a fight or defense mechanism exactly. called tradition. There you go. To mm. try to stop it. Mm. Pastor Rick, you mm. didn't just preach mm. the okay. whole sermon. Yes, sir. Keep preaching. And so yes, with that, we have to be, and I think defense we mechanism. need to go here because holiness mm -hmm. and uh, having an internal right, rightness with God. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
we have to be more discerning as the church. Yes, yes. Sir. yes okay. Sir. And then don't allow the world to put back on us. Oh, they so traditional. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, it's holiness. Holiness is, has always been right. Yes. And Bible says holiness without no man shall see the Lord. Yes. So now you can call it tradition if you want to, yes. but we call it a standard. Yes, yes a standard. Yeah, it, yeah, is. That's that what it is. That that is. It's a standard. Yes, sir. And the church don't need to shy Ooh. back from that. Yes, we sir. need to be holy above all. Yes. Okay. Now you can be holy with your hat turned backwards. Yes, sir. absolutely. Yes, sir. You could be unrighteous with the the, the garment of robes and, and right. everything. That's yes, right. you. Uh, but glistening I'm, and glittering. glistening and all That's that it. kind of stuff, <laughs> and, and and put the oil on your forehead and put the cross cross. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is. Are you holy? Yes. That's right. And then as the church, are we holy? That's right. Yes. See, when you said earlier, you know, um, I love and that. that was phase, that was what, 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 about the third phase of my life right now, what, as far as going back, <laughs> you recant. Mm. That, was the, that was the next phase was mm. understanding that there is no competition when it's kingdom. Yes. You know, like you said, it, you know, it, it, well, what if they see this as tradition now? Well, what I'm learning is if it's kingdom, it's kingdom. It's it kingdom. might be a little different. It, this dude might come in with a banjo playing mm -hmm. some stuff. But man, if that thing is kingdom, I'm going to know that's God. Yeah, you exactly. know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be right with him. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. I don't even know what the hell he said, you know, because I recognize God in the spirit of God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I recognize the message of the gospel yeah. and it's there. And so mm -hmm. it's like, yo, brother, you can you can rap old school, new school. You can sing, you know, him. You can sing, mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever it is, the, the modern style. As long as I hear God. That's mm -hmm. it. You know what That's I'm what's saying? most important. That's what's most important. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. That's what's most I important. Go, I love that. Go to scripture, uh, <laughs> back over what you were saying in 1 Corinthians. Uh, I mean, that's exactly what Paul was talking about when mm -hmm. he came and told them that hold to these traditions. Mm -hmm. He's not talking about outward stuff. He's talking about what you've been taught in doctrine. Yes. So that's what that just you saying that made me, you know, go. We probably mm -hmm. was going to hit that anyway. Mm -hmm. But just I wanted to put that out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, what Marcus was saying about kingdom. Just like I listen to 106.9, they play contemporary. Like mm -hmm. I, they got all kinds of different artists on there. <clears throat> right, right. But the, the whole perspective is always kingdom. Long, yes. like, as long as it's king, it can be rap, it can be mm -hmm. country, it can be mm -hmm. reggae, as yeah. long as it's kingdom, as long as I hear the word of God coming yeah. from it, mm -hmm. as long as I hear that holy holiness and righteousness coming out of it. Yes, sir. That's it. Yes, sir. That's it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We, we, Go ahead, bro. I was about to say, we can move to the next question. If we good, we good on that, but yeah. unless y'all got something else, you just about to say something. Oh, no. Nah, you can segue on. Yeah. I love okay. it. All right. Okay. So, well, we, we get on to the next question. Uh, so has tradition created barriers uh, among generations? Has it done more harm than good? You know, we was talking about positive and negatives. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll give y'all a little story right quick before we get it, before I let y'all answer. So I, you know, I deliver mail and uh, I'm playing my music. And you know, you go to the apartments, they got those lock boxes, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> I pull up and I'm I'm doing the boxes. Usually take a while because you got a lot, you know, apartment got a lot of boxes. So this lady pulls up and I'm playing my Christian rap. I got it up enough where right. I can hear it outside the car, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She pulls up, snaring her face up. You even know what they talking about. <laughs> I got a little smile like, mm -hmm. yes, ma'am. They rapping about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So she didn't say nothing. So she goes in the building and, uh, I get in there, so I had to take packages in the building. 
So she come back and try to say, uh, hey, honey, you know I was just playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, it's all right. She, was, she didn't expect that answer. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. yeah, she just heard rap music and yeah. she already associating it with, you know, worldly or whatever. Negative. You know, right. something yeah. negative. But, yeah. <laughs> but to me, that that does create barriers when people have their own perspective of things or exactly. they have their own perceptions about it. Mm -hmm. And also, I like that about... Um, you know, when I first really got going in the church, the way I would dress, you know what I'm saying? Uh, people had problems with that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's all I have. Right. Or why can't you show me? If you think I need to dress a certain way, mm -hmm. instead of you talking about me, why don't you come and show me? Why don't you right. tell me something? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of, but in y'all opinion or whatever examples y'all want to give, yeah. the barriers between generations mm -hmm. over traditions do it do it drive people away or do it well i'm gonna say this since uh pastor gabe nodded his head to me <laughs> <laughs> going, i think get... that it has did both mm, yes mm. sir yes sir it's driven people away because what we are doing is adding to what god already has perfected mm. Okay, love and kindness have I drawn. Mm -hmm. Okay, but what we really in tradition have said is, yeah, I understand that, but you need to be this way mm -hmm. before you really actually come. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now we are like them hypocrites, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. Uh, mm -hmm. We trying to, uh, as the old uh, older brother said. Uh, we trying to uh, clean the fish before we catch them. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's good. And That's right. with the tradition, my traditional mindset is you have to be here before you can get here. Mm -hmm. No, when you come, you come just as you are. That's right. Okay. That's and right. the reason why I put emphasis on that is because who is saying come just as you are? Mm. I believe with all my heart, and I think you may have asked a question about this, and I may get over to it, I'm not sure. But when you come as you are, God is not expecting you to remain the same. Yes, sir. That's right. Okay? That's right. But when you come as you are and you're not going to remain the same, there is what we call growth. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, now, some people actually view you as growing in God by the clothes that you change from until where you what we say you should be now. Mm -hmm. yeah, you, you, you ain't wearing that hat back when you, you ain't wearing that shirt so you wearing a suit like me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That makes you holy. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, the devil is a lie. Yeah. Okay? Because I understand this. I, when we first started Changes Church, this was my flyer and I didn't know it was going to have so much pushback. It was just, people were just curious. Mm -hmm. I put on the flyer, come as you are because it's not about your clothes, it's about your soul. It's good. That's real. And and people was like, I want to see how that worked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. in their mind, tradition had taught them the only way you can come to church is you have to have wear your suit and tie. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then I did a study. I did a, a study with the people. <laughs> Guess what I did? I'm coaching football. And I said, I'm going to invite all these coaches out here to come to the church. I said that. And I was religious now. But I was doing a study, but the Holy Spirit was about to teach me something. I'm going to invite them without inviting them by inviting them <laughs> by saying this. Good, I started well, already like this. Go ahead now. 
Do you have a suit? I'm inviting him now. Do you have a suit? And the guy's like, a suit? What, uh, what, what, what you talking about? One guy said this. You talking about a suit that they wore to a funeral? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And this is like, they were looking at me and I was looking at them and I'm like, as soon as I asked questions, I said, what they got to do with anything? Yeah, for <laughs> you real. You know what I'm saying? For real. To invite somebody and he puts it in his words like this. That that you were to a funeral. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not inviting y'all to a dead situation. There you go. So guess what I said? I got out of tradition and said, all I'm trying to do is invite you to church. Yeah. You're like, okay, man, I'll come. Yeah. And the only reason most people, they took a survey, said that most people don't come to church is because of the one thing. Nobody ever invites them. That's good. And here go the other messed up part. We don't invite them until we tell them how to come. Mm, wow. Tradition taught us that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? But if we really was after the soul, mm. wow. you come just that's as you are. Right Who backed me up saying that? God, that's his it. word. That's it. That's, that's right. it. So that's when it. you come, that's why we tell them right here at Changes Church, and I'm sure every least as well, you come, we're going to give you the gospel, and the gospel changes people's life. I don't yeah. care what nobody says. That's right. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm about to start something right here, y'all. But I'm, I'm going to be, can I be real? Go ahead, yeah, you please. Go ahead. I'm going to keep it real. Like, keep it real. You know, I, I, know, um, I, know, I know people who love church. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, that, you know, and they, they love everything about church. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm one of those people that the reason why I love church is because I love God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the presence of God. Yes. And I love the people of God. Yes. If you told me that the presence of God and the people of God was no longer going to be at the church, I might not be here like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love the music and the, I know the food is good when people cook. And I, I you know, what I'm saying? The, the seats are comfortable. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it, the mm-hmm. graphics are nice these days. The sound is immaculate. Like the church is nice. It's a, it's a great place mm-hmm. to come and hang out and get some good stuff, you know, even to get inspired. But for me, mm-hmm. for me, I got to have the people of God and most importantly, the presence of God. Yeah. That's what draws me to the building. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If without those things, okay, it's just that. It's just a building. But because of those things, it's not like any other thing in my life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sometimes in trying to relate with people who really love church, like, you know, you try to have certain conversations and, and you know, you start to you know, go down those murky, sticky waters because you don't want to offend anybody. But it's like, no, I'm not saying that I don't like church necessarily. But what I am saying is there's a very important element to it that is the reason why I hold it in the regard that I hold it. And because I keep it like that, I don't have a problem with connecting with a person who may not want anything to do with church. Mm -hmm. Okay, I understand that. I get you. But I'm not trying to even bring you to a building. I'm trying to bring you to a way of life. Yeah. You know what I'm trying? Yeah. I'm trying to bring you to the source of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, once again, I hope I ain't you know, getting in the water too hot there. But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, what you got, Pastor? I, I love that. I, I think, like, just like Pastor Rico was saying, sometimes when we when you look at the, the barriers or when you think of it from that standpoint, it's... To me, it's a tough conversation in today's time mm-hmm. because, I, and I think I said it this past Sunday, uh, how people now in the world, it's, it's all about language. Mm-hmm. That's what Satan attacks. I'm, I'm going to be honest yes. with y'all. Over yes. time and through time, that's 
Satan works through by conversation mm-hmm. and language. I I say it all the time because I I know it's true. Mm-hmm. You can't show me one time in the Bible words Satan never sinned in the earth. Mm-hmm. Ain't show it to me. I, I've never seen right. Satan physically sin in the earth. It started now. Sin started in heaven. Mm-hmm. That's where it started. The Bible said that he became haughty. He became mm-hmm. uh, he became haughty in his mm-hmm. in in, full in of his himself. likeness, full yeah. of himself. And mm-hmm. whenever Keep God that. saw him, he saw. Lucifer, he didn't mm-hmm. see himself, therefore he saw sin for the first time and cast him. That's what cast him down into. And it seemed like almost as if Satan have always tried to, even from the beginning, he's always implemented into what God loved, what God hated, mm-hmm. sin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he always did it through by way of conversation and a change of language. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. And a change of what God said. Yeah. Manipulating, yes, manipulating what God said into mm-hmm. what uh, what our own eyes and ears want to perceive it as. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening now in society. There, There's a difference between conviction and there's a difference between condemnation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And people take the convicting word of God as condemnation. Mm-hmm. And it's turned into a point to where whenever you preach the word of God in its purity and you preach a word that convicts, the enemy takes those individuals now that hear it, that hear the word, and when it convicts their heart, they can't even take it as conviction because pride is there. Mm-hmm. And they don't think that there's anything in them that they need to change. Mm-hmm. Well, see, conviction doesn't make you a, a <clears throat> excuse me, it doesn't make you a victim. You know, there you go. condemnation, mm-hmm. though, if you can flip it, that's what kills condemnation, you. That's when you mm-hmm. can can play the victim role. Exactly. And, so and that's, that's what, why that's the, the enemy that speaks that louder to people. Yeah. Even when they've heard the truth, that's it. The enemy begins, as you say, to speak. You know they ain't doing nothing but condemning you. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Now, now then it also turns it into tradition. Oh, those church folk. Yeah, those yeah. church. Because that's yeah. actually a traditional label. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is for God's people. Yes, it is. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. That's that is a that is a label of tradition that go that God's people are given with. Now, those church people, they just mean and they this that and that. And you got some that are because I've been in church my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen the hypocrites. I've seen people behind the scenes. Like exactly. I said, growing up as a PK and growing up behind the scenes, it's different. It's so different. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got my baby sister in the crowd. She tell you, it's different whenever you see people from the outside in, or you see them from the inside out, mm-hmm. That's right. and you see what they present. Versus what they really represent, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a different thing altogether. But um, and that's one of the reasons why, like, even whenever I left church, man, for a long time, and I'm gonna get to the I'm gonna get to the whole barrier thing, so we can really understand it, so I can re- really help even myself to understand it. But um, when I left and went to college, I went to Central, mm-hmm. and for two years I didn't go to nobody's church. I was when I tell you I was out there. <laughs> Bro. Because I was I was scorned. I was really scorned by what I saw to the point to where I didn't even value the word of God. Mm-hmm. Only because of the example that I had seen. Mm-hmm. And for you had so associated long. that example with well God with that example. With church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it wasn't it wasn't my daddy, because let me tell you something about my father. I, <laughs> I thank God for my dad. That's right. Now my testimony will never be that I ever saw my dad run around on my mama. Mm-hmm. I can never say that my dad have always been the example of what a man of God is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I, I, 
I will always hold my dad, my father, in the highest of esteem because yes, of the example yes, that he's always been to me. Yes, yes, sir. You understand yes, what I'm saying? Yes, and Pastor Ricky, I'm pretty sure you can yes, attest to that yes, even sir. with your father. Mm-hmm. You know, we I have a phenomenal father, man. I have mm-hmm. an awesome father. And I, 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 I praise him every opportunity I get because of the man of God that he is. Mm-hmm. But my issue was everything else around that. Yeah. How I saw him treated mm-hmm. and how I saw people, deacons, whether it be deacons or other people, stealing from the church or doing all these mm-hmm. other wicked things, mm-hmm. got girlfriends, side chicks, and all that stuff. Pastor Rookie, I'm glad you brought up. I was wanting to say in the mic last week, uh, when he got done saying, yeah, I'm a grown man and I stink when I sweat. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a grown man. That's right. That's 100%. I'll make that known. But uh, just saying that example. So when it comes to the barriers that set up, the greatest barrier, and this is one day, thing my dad told me in the beginning of my ministry. This is, the, this is the thing that he told me, and it resonates with me now to this day. It is so important that we all understand this. He said, the greatest enemy of the church, the greatest enemy of the church is not all this stuff that happens in church. He said, the greatest issue, the greatest, the greatest enemy of the church in church is this one word, and it's hypocrisy. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It yes, sir. is not living what we are preaching and not preaching what mm. we're living. Yes, yes, sir. That's right. Yes, sir. Mm. You that's know, good. that's the... That's the greatest barrier. And that's that's what pushes people away from church. Right. When they start looking at people of God and they see you out in the and they see you out in the world mm-hmm. operating like the world, mm-hmm. that turns them off right. from the gospel. Because sometimes we are the only experience that some people are gonna have with God. That's true. You that's understand right. what I'm saying? That's right. And we're gonna be the only experience. So if you out here, you get mad at somebody, you just cut somebody out, or if you doing people dirty, or if you running around with a side chick and you mm-hmm. tell them. And you you pushing them towards holiness, and they and most of the time they know a little bit about the Bible now. They, they yeah. know that you know mm-hmm. fornication and adultery is is somewhat wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, so it's, it's supposed to be wrong yeah, yeah, as somewhat. God's word says. Yeah, you know, it, you, know it, you know, you know, as God's word says. Yeah. You know, because that's what we. But sometimes we have individuals that treat it like a somewhat issue. That's yes, right. Sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So you know, whenever we're not all in with what what it is that we're trying to convey about the gospel and about ministry and about church and about whole church culture, yeah, that can become a barrier. And then over time, whenever you do speak against certain things, they'll say, well, what about, you know, well, my cousin Jojo, he a, he a deacon over at the church. That Jojo drink Budweiser every day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, but so they start incorporating certain actions and activities with what salvation is supposed to be connected to. Yeah. Just like Ricky yeah. said, all of sin comes short of the glory of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Sometimes our expectation for people is for them to already be clean before they come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everybody who came to Jesus for healing, for rest- restoration, mm-hmm. every last one of them came to Christ with an issue. Yeah. They yeah. came to Christ mm-hmm. with a problem. Yeah. Yes. And he never rejected them because they didn't have on a certain clothing mm-hmm. or because they didn't look a certain way exactly. or because they didn't. The only the only people or that Christ was a certain day or wasn't a certain exactly. day. It didn't right. matter. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he was the Lord. He, he told the uh, Pharisees, I'm listen, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. What you talking about? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I right. gave you this day. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I'll that's say when it changed, when it moved, when it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, that's to my discretion. <laughs> yes, sir. You yes, understand sir. what I'm saying? So. That's one thing that I feel like is important is, you know, if we if we want to talk about barriers, we have to talk about that elephant that's in the room. Mm-hmm. And that is about the issues that we sometimes carry and don't allow Christ to clean us right. and to and to do what Isaiah said, uh, which is to to really 
and truly uh, clean us and to wash us. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that we come to uh, uh, we come to the Lord as crimson, like like crimson, uh, we're stained, mm-hmm. uh, but then we are washed white as snow. Our sins are washed away mm-hmm. through the blood of Christ. So we need to we need to live that. And we need to represent that. Yes, what sir. We do. yes, sir. yes sir. I love that man because you know once again just thinking about you know what you said that sometimes the world will look at things and they will associate things with God based on how the church is acting, the people of God, church of God, and all that stuff. You look at the enemy's kingdom because he got a kingdom too, right? Absolutely. He's establishing his thing. And when when you listen, what what do they always say? Especially during my adult lifetime, uh, keeping it real. You know, mm-hmm. and then we went from keeping, boy, it real, ahead keeping it a buck, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Keeping it a stack. Come on, boy, you about to start some trouble. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And, you know, we, we know that them jokers ain't always real either, but go ahead, but, dog. but at least the messaging is right, you know oh, what I mean? Mm-hmm. As compared to how we could be if we're not careful when it comes to the church. That's why I love the kingdom aspect of it once again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're truly exemplifying the things of God, then we are holding that standard. Mm-hmm. And so the keeping the real part comes from the fact that we are are measuring ourselves based on the standard. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Not based on our vices or how we feel or yeah. don't feel mm-hmm. or what day it is or not day or what, you know, mm-hmm. not th- those traditional things that sometimes can help mold and shape us mm-hmm. and even shape our worldview. But actually, the actual standards that's in there, the principles and precepts that's in the word of God. Exactly. And that it's backed by the maker and creator. Mm-hmm. Now, when that becomes my foundation, everything within that is real. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't take my religion off. Exactly. No, no, sir. Yeah. No, sir. I, yeah. I can't come out of the kingdom like I'm yeah. in there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Ragu. It's in there. Like it's in right. there. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. And so everything that's associated with me becomes that thing that's, okay, God, this is yours too. Yeah. Because I'm yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you get me, you're not going to get me trying to well, let, let me make sure that I, you know, look street when I'm approaching these street cats so they know I'm real. Yeah. You know, bro, I'm real as it get. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My exactly. heart's so real towards you that I might be putting myself in a compromising situation just yeah. being here. But I'm not even looking at that right now because yeah. the only thing I see is souls. Yeah. I see people over here that God saying, listen, I need you to move right now. Yeah. And when he say move right now, that's realer to me than anything else that's going on. Yes, exactly. sir. You, know, you feel what exactly. I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, and when we look at Jesus as the example. Yes, sir. G- people had problem with Jesus because of the fact who he was going to minister to. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, tax collectors. I can't believe. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? And, 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 and honestly, it's, it's in the world today. Yeah. You know, uh, honestly, this is where I've always just put it. You're not going to put me in a box because you in that particular box. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Yes, okay. Sir. So, you know, I tell everybody to come as you are here at the church, right? Mm-hmm. All right. But I'm not going to make that religious as well because it's like this. If I want to wear my suit, I'm wearing my suit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I believe y'all, y'all remember it was some guys came and they could rap and they was doing and man, you know, I don't like going in church, man, because all them church folk, man, they be looking at you like, you know, because I what I got on all this kind of stuff. So hold up, bro. Yeah. That is your argument. Every time you come to church. There it is. Maybe <laughs> it's vice versa. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah. you looking at the brothers with the the suit on. Yeah. And now you're not receiving them. And it could be the very person that can now elevate you in your yeah, Christian yeah, yeah, walk. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, but you yeah, can't yeah, hear yeah. them because you know what? And then you just, they just judge. No, brother. Maybe you judge it. You judge yeah. it. Go huh? ahead now. Yeah. Maybe you judge it. Yeah. And so I'm telling everybody, 
You can come as you, if you're going to wear your hat, cool. Uh, I'm looking at the person. Mm-hmm. You looking at yeah. the person. Yes, sir. If you're not going to judge me by my clothes, you will find out all the content in yeah. it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I can find out the content in you. Love it. All man. right? Love it. Man. Instead of all of us trying to cover up what we're trying to hide. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And we have made that a tradition yeah. that harms the church. And then what we're trying to protect, too. De- because definitely. that becomes the thing, like you said earlier, man. You know you, you, know you don't want to get that thing up. Yeah. You know, even though you know it's somewhat wrong. <laughs> yeah. Somewhat yeah. Yes. A little bit. Somewhat, it's a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But you, you're struggling to protect that. And then it go the other way around, too, with mm-hmm. certain tradition, the traditional things in the church. But when we can be transparent enough to say, look, man, mm-hmm. uh, this is me. Real this is talk. who I am. This real talk. This is what it's really about. Right. Okay, let's start there. Yeah. And then from there, we can build a conversation. And then that ties into things we're going to talk about later on down the road, too. But even a lot of perspectives that we have in our world today, mm-hmm. um, like other religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, Muslims, Black Israelites, all that stuff. Right. We can start to have a real conversation mm-hmm. when everybody just take all the stuff off mm-hmm. and stop trying to fight, you know, and, yeah. and, and prove it. And say, OK, let's just sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, exactly. You know and it's, yeah. I think that victim mentality, like you said earlier, uh, Brother Moon, man, listen, Moon, that 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 that's that that to me that speaks loudly because that victim mentality, that is something that can be really dangerous. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yes, sir. It can be dangerous to the individual and to the person because, like you said, yeah. a lot of times you can come in and you you can be act playing the victim. Oh, they looking at me like this, and you know they they look they they judging me and they doing all mm-hmm. this. But the reality is, you coming into the room with a little bit more judgment in your heart. <laughs> yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes, sir. because just because these individuals they dress differently and they look differently, um, if you think about the prodigal son, whenever uh, whenever the father saw his son coming back to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, off of his journey, mm-hmm. and he had been, you know, sin stricken, lost yes. everything. One of the first things that he did first was he embraced him. Mm-hmm. He embraced him. That's the first thing that he did. Then he changed what he had on. Mm-hmm. Wow. He changed what he had on on the mm-hmm. outside. Wow. First, he had to embrace him to bring healing to us on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then he changed the way he looked. That's it. Right. Now, I'm a firm believer that, yeah, you could be in the street and you could be doing you and doing what you do. That's cool. But at some point in time, you ought to look different. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Whenever the, whenever the Holy Spirit really changes you mm-hmm. and transforms you. <laughs> if y'all can remember from how y'all used to look back in the day. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I used to wear earrings in my ear this big. And my dad used to <laughs> preach on me every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I real talk. Listen, I used to come to church like that right there, Pastor Rick. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have, you couldn't see half my ear. But that thing was shining. It wasn't no realer than the... <laughs> I don't, right. It wasn't no really, but it was sure shining. You know what I'm saying? I used to have braids in my hair. I used to, I don't wear braids in my hair. All that stuff. You know, I did mm-hmm. done all that stuff. You know, I used to walk around with a little bit, not a whole sack, but a little bit of sack in my pants. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you know that's what I was Second used to. Right. That's what I was doing. Right. Listen, I used to cuss every other word that oh, came out well, of my mouth. I'm exactly. telling y'all, what's real? Yeah. If you talk to some of my friends now that know Ram, that yeah. know Ram, yeah, that know who I was in college. They'll tell you right now, boy, it couldn't have been nobody but the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I'm serious. Every other word that came out of my mouth was a cuss word. Yeah. Now, I don't cuss. I, I'm really attentive to what I say. Mm-hmm. How I dress and how I look completely changed because when the Lord changed me, mm-hmm. God started to change me from the inside. I didn't. That wasn't immediate. Yes, right. That That's wasn't right. something that was immediate. 
But whenever, whenever Christ came into my heart and God started to really deal with me, I God started to deal with me on levels to where even though I understand how to connect with certain people, I understand how to speak the language, I understand mm. how to, I understand how to talk, mm. and I understand how to deal with people, and I'm not uncomfortable in those settings. Right. Yes, right. right. Yes, only right. because of what God. Only because I know what God delivered me from. Mm -hmm. That's right. So I can sit down and I can have a conversation with somebody. And they mm -hmm. be sitting there talking to me. And I had people come and tell me, boy, man, you ever preached the fool out of that thing. And I receive it as a blessing. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> bless your heart. Yeah. You know, I understand what they're saying. What you're saying. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, I, right. I don't, right. you know, then you got some people in church that never say a cuss word, but they will curse everybody. Oh, man. Yes. Y'all yeah. yes. understand yes. what I'm saying? Yes, and I'm not validating cussing. Right, right. <laughs> That's but right. what I'm telling you is, is that, once you start to understand, and once you remove, remove that victim mentality, you become receptive to the room. Mm -hmm. You become receptive to God mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. dealing with you and changing you in the way that he needs to change you. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? If God is trying to elevate you to a place of business, if God is trying to elevate you to a certain place of uh, um, professionalism mm -hmm. to where he's going to have you going into different rooms, guess what? You're going to have to learn how to dress uh, differently. You're going right. to have to learn how to deal Ex with different people. Exactly. But now what, what about them putting that religious stigma on you because now you trying to change me. Yeah. yeah. Lord, you know what I'm saying? Lord, have mercy. Which is a type of form of tradition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's outside the church, but it's tradition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That keeps you actually from coming to the church. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm saying this. I love what you said because when God gets on the inside of you, that's what there starts to be questions in your heart, honestly. Yes, sir. Yes. How I am that. I appearing mm -hmm. to others? Mm -hmm. uh, you, we need as believers, real believers, we need to be asking ourselves, okay, am oh, I representing? Because mm -hmm. y'all know that we are ambassadors. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. Yes, sir. And we need mm -hmm. to actually look a certain way. Now, I, I, I'm saying this, is that you may not dress like me. Yeah. And I may not dress like you. But there ought to be a question in your spirit. The oldest saints used to say that when I looked in the mirror, the Holy Spirit let me know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and my dress was too short. That's or, right. You know, they, 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 they go deep as that. You know that's, what that's what the oldest say. Well, I ain't really never really had that. But there's something inside of me. You know, y'all know I say this all the time, but, but Michael, he'll, he'll trip on it. I, I got all these guns. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't take my jacket off and think, think even. Women gonna hit a word <laughs> for all these because it's a question in my spirit. Man. Could I possibly be hindering? Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that was that was a joke. Man, I thought you were talking about an AKA. I thought you were talking about a nine millimeter. Swole up. Yeah. Then I'm yeah. so swole. You know, because I see some folk, you know, so to, to me, that this is just a trip. Some folk just is now more or less what you got on when you're preaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody at one time was trying to do all this, you know, tight stuff yeah. and, and your guns, all that stuff like that. Now, I look at it from a man's perspective toward a woman, more or less. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, it, now, there's some women, just, just, they just have beautiful legs now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think you need to question mm -hmm. how you come. Now, this is not tradition. This is something that's coming from Holy Spirit. As I'm talking, yeah. Go ahead hear now, me. Pastor Rick. Yeah. It's something gotta be about you to say, okay, you know what? How am I really going about this? Bible yeah. says, don't let your good be evil That's spoken right. of. That's, That's right. right. Huh? That's right. 
I believe the problem somewhat in the church right now is the almost. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Looking apart yes, that you sir. ain't trying to say you not looking like. Man, yeah. listen. <laughs> How close can yeah, I get? Yeah. Without going. Yeah. 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 Why couldn't it be the other way? How far can I get from it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. And, and, and still remain touchable mm -hmm. to those who I need to touch. Yeah. Like God, yeah. God had to deal with my heart on being a vessel that he could use. Okay. Because he was like, listen, yeah, you, you could go out here, you could do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. He said, but if you're going to allow me to use you, then you have to be open to the fact that I'm going to have to speak to, through you a certain way mm -hmm. yeah. that I can speak to anybody. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I had conditioned myself to, to think that, okay, well, since the church, you know, they act like uh, they can't receive us, then we supposed to minister to the world. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, so we got to go out here and we got to go out here to the streets and we got to present ourselves a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was still inward, this inward, that, you know what I'm saying, get around certain folk. But, uh, but my mindset was I just want to get to yeah. a place in the conversation where I could bring God in. And he like, nah. You don't understand how I operate. That's right. I show up with the standard. I am the standard. Right. So, so when, when, when you show I up, love if you allowing me to speak, then, you know, there's a certain way that I have to deal with your heart so you'll understand that yeah. I don't need all that. You exactly. know, I just need you to be a willing vessel. And when yeah. I really started to surrender that, I started reading the Bible different, too. Yeah. Because it became a mirror. I'm like, how come I see myself in all these different situations these and people? people. I, I ain't got nothing to do with no Pharisee and all this stuff, but I keep yeah. seeing myself. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this, this, this is the relationship part that's happening. Mm -hmm. Now I'm changing your heart on things. Look I'm changing your mind. I'm changing how you look at situations <laughs> and look at people. You, you know what I'm saying? It used to be certain things in my family I couldn't stand. You know what I mean? Now I can't stand the sin and I see it differently. But yeah. I also look at them and I see them as people who have situations going mm -hmm. on just like I have Absolutely. situations going on. Yeah. So now it's like God helped me to reach them in a certain way where I can I can connect with that yeah. because I realize they're not just the thing that they're doing or the thing that they're caught up with. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to see them in the same light that you see them and then showing up to say, God, speak through me, yeah. which mm -hmm. means that I might dress it up a little bit more because I got a corporate audience. You yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Or I might lay back a little bit yeah. because, you know, we with the fellas. But either way, what's coming out of me fits the standard. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. I, yes, sir. I think it go back to what y'all was talking about earlier about the conviction. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit in us, <clears throat> what you, like you said, what's in us going to come out of us. Mm -hmm. Because that's, you know, if I spend my time in this word, then, and I'm really applying it to my life, how can it not show up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it don't so, take a whole bunch of years right. for no. it to start showing up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so true. That's so true. Amen. That's so true. And I think, so to answer that question, the barriers, what barriers, I'm just even just from listening to everybody here, I think the greatest barrier is just us and our flesh. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, I, th I think whenever you walk with the, with the, with the greater <laughs> sense spiritually of who Christ is and who God is, and you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you more than you are led by your emotions mm -hmm. and led by your feelings. Yes, sir. You know, you start to under you start to try the spirit by the spirit, mm -hmm. not right. the flesh by the flesh, That's but right. the spirit, spirit by the spirit. spirit. So if you try by the flesh, the flesh gonna agree with the flesh <laughs> every day. single time. All day, every single time. So I really look good doing this. this. <laughs> that's when hey, compromise comes in. <laughs> so I think that's the that's the most important thing to understand is it's God is con constantly dealing with us. Yes, sir. As individuals, good. Work. You know, 
Good, good, good word, good word. Facts. What we looking like on time? Man, we need to wrap it up. Give, mm. give it, um, give us something that we can get like a few minutes on it. Then we gonna bring our audience in, man. Uh, all right. Well, separating the tradition, just real quick. Separating tradition by biblical truth, um, tradition from biblical truth. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what? Why is that so important? Yeah. I mean, we kind of done hit on it, but still, like, just throw something, you know? Yeah, how, wrap, how can, how wrap can it we up. do that? Yeah, yeah. How can uh, we? Tradition that leaves God out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Tradition that promotes itself more than God. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what basically Jesus kept on, as Pastor Gabe said, he started out, you hypocrites. Because mm-hmm. they knew the word, mm-hmm. but they didn't live it. They spoke it, uh, but they never carried it out. Now, they, but yet how was they puffed up in what they were doing? Mm-hmm. Religion says, I'm cool. I'll leave you out, God. And that's why I'm saying now we need as the church to not get caught up in the culture that we want to reach mm-hmm. by trying to become the culture that we want to reach. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure what we're doing, not all these gimmicks and tactics yeah. that say, come up. Say something. Yeah. Oh, I seen them doing like this. And, and, and now you got so many people in the church right now, this church world. You turn on YouTube, anything. You, you, you'd be like, is this BET or uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Or is this BET version? Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, you just, they be like, they who? And so my thing is, I think it's a clear distinction mm. when we stay biblically sound. Yes. About, yeah, we, we don't see nothing in the New, that's a good word New Testament that's teaching us how to have service on Sunday. But when it discredits God, when people can't see God for seeing you mm-hmm. and all the drama that we can bring to church that now has become a tradition because mm-hmm. I mean people would you go to conferences and pay money for to find out what the new tradition is. <laughs> that's real. That look at here leads out God. Yeah. So that's why I no, no, we 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 got to stay biblically sound. Yes, sir. And whatever we doing, whatever we saying, and that the Holy Spirit is in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is is helping us to disciple through all this stuff. Mm-hmm. All this religious stuff, all this worldly stuff, to find out, you know what? There's a place called holiness and righteousness. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, sir. Yes, where sir. we need to be. Mm-hmm. And that's that light that he says that sits upon a hill that cannot be hidden. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. And with it not being hidden, when that light hits, guess what? Cockroaches start running. That may be a bad <laughs> example, but. <laughs> that's good. Now you touched you touched on it already. Like, what about those who would challenge us to say that we are traditional because we do church on Sunday? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Can we can we speak on that just a tad bit, a little bit? Well, I, I would want them to know that this is just where we come to fellowship and uh get uh recharged. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But when we look at it now and the relationship that we have with God, it's not a Sunday event. <laughs> it's on every day and that's what that's i love it. about our church man mm-hmm. our ministry we we do kingdom seven days a week we just mm-hmm. happen to come together and do the singing and all that mm-hmm. stuff on on the sunday morning but and, and we mm-hmm. doing kingdom 
24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And, and we're glorifying God together. That's an opportunity that we get. Yes, sir. Okay. And so whether we can call it on Saturday. Yes, sir. We, we call on how dare we think that we're going to just limit God to one Woo, day. All right now. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right now. He's a holy God. He's a consistent God. He's a God that'll never leave you nor no forsake you. But then we say, you know what? I'm going to hold you off to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's religion talking that mm. says stuff like that. That's tough. No, I, I, I woke up this morning with him. Grandma and them used to sing. <laughs> with him on my mind. <laughs> Stayed on all day long. I've been with Jesus. Huh? <laughs> Good Lord. It, yes, that's it. I'm telling you. That yeah. it's, it's worth getting up and it's worth laying down, going to sleep, believing, going to wake me up in the morning. That's yes. right. Yes, huh? sir. Yes, sir. Yes, it's sir. called a relationship, not religion. Yes, now you tear up. Now you tear up. Tear up. Tear up. Y'all go ahead. Well, Gabe, I can feel the preacher over you. Go ahead. No, boy. You need to tag. <laughs> he said he tag. I, th- I think that um, just to, just to kind of pig- piggyback on what uh, Pastor Rick is saying, I, it's it's about relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, if, if 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 we're gonna be in a time where we I feel like the world needs the church more than ever now. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. sir. More yeah, than we could ever understand. Because they need God more than ever. Because yes. they need God. Yes, and sir. faith cometh by hearing and hearing mm-hmm. by the word of God. Yes, sir. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's what establishes our faith. It is not what we see, mm-hmm. but it's what we hear. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Uh, the Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things yeah, not seen. Yes, sir. Um, I, I preached on this a months back, and I want us to understand this, is um, that word i forget what the word is in the greek but whenever the bible speaks of faith being the substance mm-hmm. it means that it is uh, a mechanism that goes underneath to bring stability to mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so our faith is what brings stability to our hope yes mm-hmm. sir uh, oftentimes whenever we read the bible and we read it in context uh, we see how god uh whenever they were on even on the water going, going across the sea and the storm hit and what and Peter, he asked Christ to come. He's, Christ mm-hmm. told him to come. And right when he stepped out on faith, everything else, when everything else started going crazy around him, mm-hmm. he took his eyes off Christ and he lost his stability mm-hmm. because his faith was tested. Think about wow. that. Wow. Think wow. about that. His faith was tested in that moment. Yes, sir. So he lost his stability and he started to sing. And then he called on Christ and Christ came and he reached down and he picked him up. Mm-hmm. I think that we live in a time now where um, constantly our faith is being tested. Constantly, our faith mm-hmm. has been tested. And um, when it comes to how much we need the Lord, we need the Lord now more than we ever have. Yes, sir. People will speak to the traditions of coming to church, mm-hmm. but I just believe that it is, it is important, just as Jesus told us, it is important for us to assemble together. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And there's a reason why Satan don't want us assembling mm-hmm. right. together. Exactly. Um, in the days of old, whenever you had the theocracy, the theocratic order of 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 church. Mm-hmm. I won't even say of church, mm-hmm. but whenever uh, the children of Israel, whenever they were, uh, whenever they were, um, uh, whenever they were living in abundance and they were prospering, uh, it was, the outline was this: you had God, and I said this last week. You had mm-hmm. God, you had the prophets, and you had God's people. Mm-hmm. When God spoke to the prophet or to the prophet, whoever whoever the prophet was over that land, mm-hmm. over, over over the area. He, they had a responsibility of speaking to the people God's truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever God spoke to the people through the prophet, the people had a responsibility mm-hmm. of carrying out whatever God said, not what the prophet said, mm-hmm. but what God said. 
Mm-hmm. The greatest slap in the face to God was whenever the children of Israel, because of their frustration with uh, with Samuel's sons, I believe it was, mm-hmm. he they wanted a king. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what they literally asked for was a political system. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be governed not by God anymore mm-hmm. because they couldn't trust the people of God that were supposed to be the traditional voices mm-hmm. of God to the people. They couldn't trust that anymore. So mm-hmm. they asked God for, they just wanted to be governed by a man. Mm-hmm. All of the reason why we have the political system that we have, mm-hmm. even that's establishing itself in church mm-hmm. to where Everything we do is sort of like set up as a democracy. Think about it. We got councils. Mm-hmm. We got we got we got board of trustees. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. To where now, in order for us to be able to move according to what God's way is, we can't trust the man of God over the house. We have to trust everybody's collective voice <clears throat> all together. You got to so, vote in that sense. You got to got to have a vote on <laughs> who gonna move the table. Move chair. <laughs> who gonna move the chair? Right. Who gonna move right. the table? Right. But but it's but it's a special gift when we get to the point to where. Um, the people of God can trust the man and woman of God yes, um, to 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 operate under the function of God's direction. Mm-hmm. Yes, and whatever God tells us to do, yes, that's sir. what we're going to do. That's how we're going to move. And it's mm-hmm. not that I want to be a dictator. It's not that I want to be. But it's getting back to the way God have already uh, always established his way mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for us. And and I feel like um, the more we kind of the more we grow in it and the more we kind of move forward in ministry and in church, the more we kind of realize that. You know, there are no limitations to us and what we can accomplish together if we just make the decision to come together as God's people. Yes, you know, right. if we continue to do things, if we do things the way that God wants us to do. And yeah, so from a method, methodolo- methodological standpoint, there are going to be some things. Everybody that Christ used from a, from, a, from a disciple standpoint, most of the people that he chose for his team, that was, that's the first thing God did before Christ did before he started walking and started doing miracles. He established his team first. Mm-hmm. None of them were Pharisees. Mm-hmm. They were fishermen. They were tax collectors. That's right. All of the rejects. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. people that everybody else rejected. So when people reject you, that's when you know you're chosen by God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when people say you ain't supposed to be, listen, right. let me tell you something. When people tell you that you ain't supposed to be because you don't measure up to a certain standard, standard yes, church sir. standard, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. that's when you know God's hand is on your life mm-hmm. yes, because that's all God chose. Yes, the question is, what are you willing to leave behind? Just like you said, what are you willing to leave behind mm-hmm. to follow Christ? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Whenever he told Peter and them, he told them, he said, listen, he said, I want you to follow me. He said, man, we got business to handle. You know, we, we fishermen, we got business. We got a whole entire successful business. He went and filled their nets up double and triple Biggest what they ever had. Yeah. Set them for the rest of their life. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. Yeah, that's right. You hear what I'm saying? That's right. That's to the right. point to where they looked at him and said, you know what? Hey, we done with this. We're going to come and follow you because that's how God does. Yes, sir. That's right. God that's doesn't choose the, God doesn't choose who we feel like He's supposed to choose. Mm-hmm. God chooses whoever he wants to use. That's yes, right. And it's never according to how you dress and how you look, man. It's always going to be according to how obedient you are going to be to his voice. Yes, yeah, right. Love it, man. Love it. Well, listen, we are at a, a segment here where uh, we would love to. We have a uh, few people in, in studio with us here. We would love to, to get some questions some feedback. So there's a mic in the front there. Um, I don't care what order you come. It does not matter. 
Uh, but just <laughs> come on up. And like I say, you can state your name if you want. Uh, but you don't have to, but you mm. can if you it's want It's tradition. To. You got to um, say what church you're from. <laughs> you yeah, you do. Yeah. Right. Right. Who your wonderful hey, pastor yeah. is. You got to, you got to pass it so <laughs> dip, dip, yeah. dip your head yeah. before you speak. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I am Kristen. Everybody knows me as Chrissy. So um, just a simple question. So we know how important it is to gather and assemble um, as children of God um, or people. But what would you say to those people who are sitting at home who say, well, I can worship the Lord at home? Because oftentimes we hear this today. Mm -hmm. I can worship the Lord at home. What would you simply say to them who, um, you know, who believe this? Mm hmm. That's good. I like that's that. A good, that's, that's a great, great, great question. question. I throw a simple answer in there. They can read their Bible, for one, because um, it's a lot of teaching about that. Not just the forsaken of the assembly, but just to be in unity and love, yeah. to honor one another. Uh, to I mean, Paul wrote so much stuff about that. Yeah. Jesus said it. Jesus said him and the Father are one. Mm -hmm. So we should be one as well. He prayed that we be one just mm -hmm. like them. Yeah. So... They can start by reading the Bible and get in there, you know, mm -hmm. and seeing what they say for themselves. Yeah. They won't believe nobody. You know, yeah. some people don't want to believe what other people say. Yeah. So mm -hmm. read it for yourself and then you'll know exactly what it's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully the Holy Spirit convict them to want to be in. And, and if you if I'm a child or God, why don't want, why I don't want to be with brothers and sisters? Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Before we let the pastors kill it, because I know they're going to kill this one. Uh, you know, say I, I say, like I said earlier, you know, I'm one of those people that in presence of God, the people of God. So I, I can get in the presence of God at home. Mm -hmm. I got people of God at home. Yeah. But for me, honestly, it's a, it's it's two things. One, as as much as I love my people of God that's at home, that ain't enough for me. I got to have as many people of God as mm -hmm. possible. You know what I'm saying? And it comes down to a big A word, and that's accountability. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because as much as those people at home will, will check my oil, so to speak, as we talked about mm -hmm. on one yeah. podcast, they'll yeah. check yeah. me on certain things. There is a certain level that that kind of tapers off because I'm dad or I'm husband. You know, there's a familiarity there. Mm -hmm. um, but when I come in here, a uh, pastor said, wait a minute now, brother, there's a standard here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you, you dad, you husband, but, uh, uh, you know, father, all that stuff. But I'm trying to make sure that you reach it as high as you can mm -hmm. when it comes to this standard. You know what I'm saying? And then we got all this iron that's sharpening mm -hmm. iron up in here. Uh, all right, I'm going to listen up. Let me let the preacher Y'all jump in there. She said, you sound like you got another question before. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, I, I, I'm going to say this is, is that God established um, this thing called relationship. Yeah. Okay. And the new tradition right now in the Facebook world and everywhere else there is stay at home because I can worship God at home. Well, we don't need to be super spooky with that. You sure can. Absolutely. And you should. And you should. <laughs> that when you come back into the house of God, you can be a help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Everybody tried to get ministered to. <laughs> Sometimes somebody need to minister somebody else. Yes, and, and, and so when you're at home <laughs> and you're in the presence of God, I believe with all my heart that there is something about being like Jesus. Yes. Where it, who it draws <laughs> you mm -hmm. to want to be around 
others, not yeah. so much to get ministered to, but to minister to somebody else. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's called maturity. Mm. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. And, and, it, and it's a lot of people that want to stay sucking on milk. There you go. Won't, won't, don't want to grow. And I don't want to be held accountable. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Because yes, yeah. if you come to church, if you come to uh, go to uh, King's Road, it's a church over there called Release. Mm -hmm. It's a pastor that will preach the word of God, stand on it, and don't care really how you emotionally feel about it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay? Yes, sir. Now, over here at the Chase Church, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I, I'm, a, I'm loving kindness. Have I? No. Nah, no. That same word, drawing, yes, sir. You, we, we iron shopping is iron. But one thing about iron and iron, if you don't ever put them together, you never get the sharpness yeah. that you desire. Yeah, that's right. So that's you right. got to come together. Now, that's listen, if you cannot <laughs> make it to church that particular Sunday, I don't want you to become super religious. Mm -hmm. Oh, I done fell from grace. And, <laughs> and no, no, no. But it's some people <laughs> who are right now searching the scriptures to find out and validate why they want to stay at Bedside Baptist. There you go. Okay. Let me go ahead and help you. You can't find it in Scripture. No well. Huh? We don't need to forsake the assembling of ourselves. And then Paul and all the rest of them gives us so much Scripture about how we are going to affect one another by being together. Absolutely. Okay? And that's why I preach today. That's why we got to make allowances. That's right. For each other's faults. Yes, yeah. Huh? Mm. That's where forgiveness is best practice is around people. Yeah. Yes, it's mm. one of the hardest things God asks us at the church to do is to forgive. Yeah. But he shows us through him that it's not impossible. That's yes, right. Sir. That's why Peter was a prime example. Jesus already foreknew. Matter of fact, he told him, you're going to do this. Yes, sir. You're yeah. going to deny me. Mm -hmm. But he times. was proactive as Jesus is saying this. When, when he talked to Mary, and then when he first rose again, Mary go tell Peter, Peter mm -hmm. and the other disciples. Because yeah. mm -hmm. uh, he understood this. He said, Peter, uh, we're going to come back together, yeah. and I don't need you tripping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't need you with your head down. Mm -hmm. That's right. And try to use traditional ways to make yourself feel good to be a part of again. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, it's simply you repenting and coming to me. And that's why we need the people of God. Yes. We need it, to come together. Wasn't it before the Cox Pro? Yes, sir. Yeah, and, three, and, times. And, and three times. And, three times. Three times. And usually when, when, when that Cox Pro, people know to wake up and get stuff mm -hmm. on. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. He, he, yeah. he telling Peter, you, you got to wake up and see things huh. for what they really are. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I love you know what I mean? Go, go ahead, man. It's a little bit of meat left on the bone. Well, Pastor, listen, get it out. I'm, 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 I'm full. Pastor Rick preached to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't preach the beat. I'm, I'm good. Well, you got something? Yeah, because I've had these conversations with people, mm -hmm. um, you know, and just because I'm a, I'm that type of person who I love to just like for that person that may not look like me, mm -hmm. um, you know, God's brought me a long way. He's grown me um, spiritually, and but I just love to have those conversations just to see where their intellect, where their thoughts are. Exactly. Um, and so. What would you say for that person who is sitting at home? I think that I, I personally feel like that a lot of them, um, like you mentioned, uh, that you know, basically to sum it all up, that they can um, 
they can also eventually get to the place after like, you know, I look at it as like coming to the church, right? The Bible says that there, um, he has, he has ordained preachers, teachers, and prophets for the Amen. upbuilding of the kingdom, right? For the mm-hmm. growth of that. Okay. But then I also feel like, um, a lot of them think that they don't have, they're not, how can I put it in words? God, give it to me. I feel like a lot of them feel like that they don't have any purpose with God. Mm. Um, you see where I'm going with it? Yes, ma'am. They feel like, um, how can I explain? Yeah, I guess like, how? what would you say to them? Like, how how could they define their purpose in God um, and their use, God's use for them? Um, I don't know. Like, I guess I, to get them involved think, in the church. I, I, you see what I'm trying to I say? Feel, I feel where you're going yeah, with it. And I, I, yeah. I, me personally, this is, this is how I'm, in the same way that Moon, uh, Brother Moon just brought it up earlier in the beginning when he talked about his gifts. Mm-hmm. He talked about his gifts. I think everybody's gifted to some measure to do something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just like Pastor Ricky said, whenever God anoints you, whenever God touches your heart, there should be a desire in you to want to be like Christ in that sense. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not called to do the same thing, mm-hmm. but everybody's called to do something. Yes. You know, that's the, everybody's not, uh, listen, everybody can't come and preach and minister the way that we preach and minister mm-hmm. in the pulpit mm-hmm. because ministry, ministry, sometimes whenever we think of ministry ministry by definition, we think of it as only a preacher in a pulpit. Mm-hmm. But ministry is just a really vague, light word that just simply means service. Right. Yes, Servitude. Yes, a sir. servant. So mm-hmm. everybody, no matter what capacity you are working in and operating in, everybody in this church is a minister to some capacity. That's right. So I think whenever you're dealing with people, whenever you're dealing with different individuals who want to sit at home or want to stay at home because they don't feel like they really have a purpose in church or they don't feel like, and you know, that's how the enemy kind of makes us feel from time to time is that, you know, what you do or what you have in you is insignificant. But think about what God did for Moses whenever he anointed Moses as a leader, mm-hmm. as a leader of Israel. You know, irregardless of what his shortcomings were internally for himself, he he rebutted his call of God mm-hmm. with excuses as to why he couldn't do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that he was slow of tongue. That's what that's that's what mm-hmm. Moses had a speech impediment. I understand we watched Charleston Heston for years. Mm-hmm. Now he would just, he you know, spoke fine. My <laughs> God, thou <laughs> said if thy God well, the, the, the truth is Moses probably talk like this, this, this right here. You know what I'm saying? That my that, that my people. No, <laughs> you know, he, he probably talked like that. Real talk. I'm just yeah. being honest with you. But the issue is, it's not about you only identifying what you can't do. It's mm-hmm. about you identifying identifying and prioritizing what you want to do for God. Exactly. Lord, I, I don't listen. I don't even know what it is that, mm. that, that you didn't anointed me to do. But just show me something. Help me to be a service to the kingdom. When it comes to coming together, when it comes to get, coming together as God's people, that's something that we have to be spiritually convicted on. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, that's something that we do have to preach because, because you just can't get you can't get the kind of gratification. And there's not there's not as much power in um the assembling of God's people if it's only in spirit. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know? That's good. If it's only in spirit. Right. Uh right. sometimes in order for you to bring be able to bring your physical body under subjection. You need to take your physical body and put it in a physical environment mm-hmm. that gives some type of spiritual impartation. Amen. Where the whole entire room and everybody can be in agreement. It's all about agreement. Yes, the sir. agreement. Yes, the it's agreement all about agreement. is key. Mm-hmm. Um, you see so much of what God's people done for us victory-wise 
Yes. When they came in agreement. Yes. We saw what they did in agreement physically wise and in the spirit failed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, to that person that's wanting to stay at home and then say, I'm confused about what my purpose is. Let me tell you this. The longer you stay at home, the more confused you're going to be about it. Absolutely. The Bible says to, to, to uh, put your hand to doing something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I call it process of elimination. That's right. Uh, I mean, that's not big and deep, but some folks, oh, what, what my purpose here at the church? Okay, let's start you out. Let's try your usher. Mm -hmm. And if you got a bad attitude, see you, you, got your, you got a bad attitude. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, you don't need to be a usher. Mm -hmm. Amen. Matter yeah. of fact, we're gonna put if we still making uh, uh CDs, stuff like that, we'll put them in the back and let her put CD uh, labels on the CD. She don't have to see nobody because she got a bad attitude. You know what I'm saying? Until that's worked out, you know what I'm saying? But you gotta be faithful and then the servant piece mm -hmm. that you said. See, we think church is for us to be served. Mm -hmm. Jesus, as our example, says, I didn't come to, to be served. I come to serve. Yes, and sir. we as believers, we come to serve. What better place you can uh, come together and serve? And then what about the impartation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a congregation coming together. And we all on one accord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, it's, it's, it's impacting. It's it's. It, it'll, it'll boost your spirit like never before. It's transformative, man. I'm trying to tell you. And, and, and yes, you can be online. I'm, I'm cool with that to a point. Because mm -hmm. I believe in isolation, you don't grow. That's there good. You go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Real me? talk. Real talk. That is a trick of the enemy to yeah. isolate you as much as possible. Yeah. I don't need that church. I don't need it. All you sitting in now is judgment of yeah. what you're saying you don't need. That's yeah. good. That's, That's good. good. Mm. Isolation, you won't grow. My Love. time is up. Thank yeah. you for yours. Can yeah. I throw yeah. a scripture on that though? Right yeah. Read, yeah. Reverend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, 1 Corinthians 12, 7, you know, it said the Holy Spirit is giving to each of us a, a gift, right? Mm -hmm. So for the good of everybody. Mm -hmm. So and. Paul makes that analogy of the human body. Mm -hmm. So think about our bodies. If if my my arm want to lay down there and not come be lame, then I'm missing something, right? Yeah, that's right. So since we all one body, we all need to be together. Yeah. Everybody got a purpose. So mm -hmm. for them, for somebody to say, I don't have a purpose, that don't really make sense. Mm -hmm. Because God created it in a way that we all have a purpose. Yeah, I right. might not be the eye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He may be the ear. He may be the toe. But we all on in the same on the body yeah, together. That's right. So, yeah. man, that's good. You know, uh, I love what you said, Pastor. Process of elimination. You know, mm -hmm. come in and figure out where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, I think we can probably start everybody uh, on the kitchen committee because we can eliminate folk real quick. Now. <laughs> real, <laughs> real quick. Real quick. Now that ain't your that ain't your lane. Hey, no, we come to church trying to sing though. You can't sing. I'm gonna <laughs> sit. I'm gonna cut your mic, slap off. I promise you. Hey. God bless you. Oh, so y'all don't trip and say that <laughs> I'm getting away from the old tradition. People just need to come and sing because they because they making a cheer for noise. No, no, no. somebody no. else too now. Believe it or not, change the change. We starting the uh uh what's the, the audition? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, bless your heart. Damn we boy. see that you can be better in the gym. <laughs> 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 anybody else got any, any questions? Anybody, anybody, come on, you come on up, come on up if you got something. Yeah, we, it's the open time. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah, oh man, I I know this brother right here. This, this right here about to be. You speak straight to game. 
Benjamin Brown. I'm yes. uh, one of the servants here at Changes Church. Oh, yes, okay. And I want to thank you guys, first of all, for what you're doing. There is a change going on with the unity of the kingdom, I uh-huh. believe, you know, because of things like podcasts you're doing now. Yes. Sir. And I know there are many more out there mm-hmm. for unity so that people can understand better. Mm-hmm. What are we doing more and more, you know, as far as the smaller churches that are just starting up? Mm-hmm. And some are getting stuck in tradition seem like Mm -hmm. where you get served so to speak on sunday Mm -hmm. where we join together to be helped Mm -hmm. but by friday by saturday is wearing off Mm -hmm. the message that was given yes sir so Mm -hmm. i understand that and so the idea is to stay in touch stay united together to reach out to one another especially the leaders yes sir Mm -hmm. to reach out to the people and say, hey, how you doing today? My pastor calls me on a regular. Yes, sir. Just mm-hmm. checking on you, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I understand that happens. Yet, there is a different tradition that's been going on for, I don't know how long, especially in the black church, but mm-hmm. I know in white church also. But that is that they're being, how much is it being dressed, mm, dressed, so, dressed up so much Yes, to the point where it's so regular. Mm-hmm. You get there and you mm-hmm. hear what? some songs mm-hmm. we're gonna do an offering maybe some more songs mm-hmm. we're gonna give a message mm-hmm. and we're gonna go home mm-hmm. we're gonna go eat yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so it's like this change you're making now is very important and what i see you doing i'm assuming that i know my pastor's doing it too there are some people putting hands on things in the building mm-hmm. okay in the community mm-hmm. yes yeah that word that y'all giving right now just sitting and talking Mm-hmm. And we're listening here as an audience, just listening to the word and taking mm-hmm. it in. It's as if, imagine last Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. we had a revival service. Mm-hmm. We had lunch, we had service, we had lunch, we had a revival, went home again. Mm-hmm. Those revivals happen over and over, mm-hmm. you know, through the year. Different churches, they're going to have one, they're going to have one. Mm-hmm. But in a way, is it not the same thing? Mm-hmm. Instead of this right here, where we're listening to leaders really speak to us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speak to them and that's so much uh, hoop at me. Yeah. Okay. Know so much that preach yeah. at me. Yeah. But give mm-hmm. me a break sometime and just let me hear your word. Because mm-hmm. motivational, I do get moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. by the, the, the songs, the yeah. lyrics, the yeah. words. Right, right. It moves me. I'm a, I'm a musician guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my pastor can go in yeah. and I get moved again. Mm-hmm. And I try my best. Don't forget what I just learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many people were to witness how many different churches today, even online, were witnessing a pastor like uh, Pastor Ricky McClooney mm-hmm. walking down the aisle just talking to us, mm-hmm. giving us some word that we're taking a lesson as though for, what, 12 years at least? Mm-hmm. You go through school and you listen and you listen in a classroom mm-hmm. and you take notes, you mm-hmm. do homework, mm-hmm. and you come back and take a test mm-hmm. versus... I hear you, you go through it, and I go home mm-hmm. and forget it all. Mm-hmm. So is it really dressed up too much just on Sunday mm-hmm. when versus almost like a revival? Think about it. I'm come back on Sunday at, what, 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. 6 o'clock. I'm going to come on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come and I'm going to sit down and listen to mm-hmm. the instructions that's been given me. 
Because I've been given instructions mm-hmm. that God is telling me, you know, mm-hmm. to get along with him. Mm-hmm. Jesus told him himself, you know, get in a closet, pray with to the Father who mm-hmm. listens to me, who hears me. Mm-hmm. You know, we want that kind of thing. I need to learn that because that unity has to happen with God first. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have my family. Mm-hmm. And I want to be here doing a part of it. Now, some people mm-hmm. I move here first. I understand that. They right. want to get here, so get moved. Mm-hmm. And some people go home and they think about that thing and they say, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I, I want to be a part of this. Right. Then right. some people are, I had a friend one time, a uh, place I used to work at, he said he was sitting outside, mm-hmm. sitting on a, a log, mm-hmm. looking up and he was crying. He saw the clouds part and he looked up and he said, God spoke, spoke to him. It was a Wednesday. He got up, drove to the church, walked down the aisle during service mm-hmm. and got saved. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's like two different directions. Mm-hmm. It can right. happen either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is some people sitting on bedside, you know, mm-hmm. right, right? And they're hearing something and get moved. But there are some that need to get up in here yes, and sir. go the mm-hmm. way around. Yes, sir. Amen. So yet still, is it dressed up so much, always the same way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the point where we're missing something right now. To me, it's almost like revival to me sitting mm-hmm. with y'all. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I kind of hear in, in what you're saying too. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we prevent the tradition of a cycle? Yeah, routine. Exactly. Routine. That's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Fellas, what yeah. y'all got on? Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go back old school. They said, serve this present age. That's a song, but that's true. Yes, sir. Here's some things that we have dressed it up to fit back in 1951 <laughs> when you was born. Anyway, <laughs> 1951, <laughs> you were born. That we're still trying to implement <clears throat> in this day and time. Yes, sir. And I think what we have done is put God in a box and say, this is the only way you can do it, God. Yeah. And so that's why I'm saying this. We have to be open to what the spirit of the Lord is doing now. Mm-hmm. Never would I thought 10 years ago we'd be sitting on a stage wow. with two different pastors. Wow. Geeky guys. <laughs> And cameras. <laughs> but we are. And guess what? We That's cannot what we afford yes, to be present in this day and time to get the gospel out. Yeah. Whatever it takes is where I'm at. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Whatever yeah, yeah. it takes to get this gospel out, because I know it changes people's life. Listen, that's why I, I tried it today, uh, Pastor Gate. I just did it. I said, you know what? I'm hooping, and I'm, I'm not even feeling like hooping. Oh, good I God. just said, just do it, Ricky. I said, I can't do it because this is what they expect. And they, the, it's like, just do it. I said, I'm stopping. I said, you don't play behind me? I've been preaching. We done. Stop playing. <laughs> and we began to walk. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I felt a breaking in the Holy Spirit because I got away from what has always been done. Yeah. Look at this, not by other people, but me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wow. told me this in seminary. Wow. We want to apologize you for 400 years of seminary. I'm like, I'm just my first class. Y'all apologize for <laughs> semin- seminary. But I, I done work to get in here. I was scared to come in. Then you're going to apologize. He yeah. said, because this, we never taught the people or preachers how to preach like Jesus. Mm. <laughs> God Almighty. And what Jesus did is what you're talking about, Elder. Don't dress it up so much to put me in a box Mm. that says this is the only way I can do it. If you look at how I've been doing it, guess what I've been doing? When I saw the the, the Pharisees and all them, I went up to them, what's up? But I need y'all to come. Get ready to get your life. Totally changed. 
church. Mm. <laughs> huh? Come follow me. <clears throat> Yeah. And he had one message: repent mm -hmm. for the kingdom, for the kingdom of heaven, for the kingdom yes, of God yes, is, is at hand. Yes, sir. <laughs> and so that's what I'm saying. Read this right now, preachers everywhere. Hear me. I got the tap on it, man. I got the four one one on it. God can use you if you're open to be used. That's right. You know what? I can't speak on Talk everybody, but I'm gonna say this right here from a person's standpoint. One. Dare I say that became the best part of your message today when you did that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and I mean, you know, huh, bro? Because the way you came down and then you began to speak to things that I feel like a lot of us could relate to. Mm -hmm. And 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 God uses you like that a lot. When you step down, man, it's like something about how everything just opens up for you mm -hmm. and you begin to use real world stuff. Now, here is where he made the connection between you and I. I was 18 years old. I got a I got an uncle who is a, a pastor and um and he's very deep in scripture, revelation especially. So, you know, I knew a lot of word for an 18-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. I thought I knew a lot more than what I did. And then, you know, he began to say something. We were on the way, we were trip on a on a trip somewhere with the youth group. And mm -hmm. he was a youth pastor at the time. And he began to he put something in the atmosphere. See, this this kind of stuff that mold and shape you. You know what I'm saying? And you don't even realize you're being molded and shaped. It's not all deep and you're doing all these, you know, spectacular sermons. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's just moments mm -hmm. that take place outside, like you're saying, of the cycle. We sitting there, we ride into this place, uh, to, to this Christian event, a youth event, and he puts something in the atmosphere. And I'm sitting there, you know, thinking, nah, man, he ain't saying that right, you know, because I know the word, you know what I'm saying? So I challenged him. And when he responded to me, it wasn't like, sit down, young man, you don't know what you talk about. Instead, he challenged me with what I was challenging back with. And the way he did it was so smooth, I didn't even realize it at first. I was like, wait a minute. Did he just hold me accountable to what I just came back with? Did he just flip that thing on me? And then he had me thinking. But then the way he did it, too, was so smooth because he respected me. He didn't make a scene out of it because he wasn't threatened. See, some people get threatened. And I, I don't want to, man, you know, I, I ain't trying to get too deep, but I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? Some people would be threatened by that. Oh, this teenager trying to say something to me, put him in his place. But now nah, he was so secure in who he was, knowing that he was the leader. Hey, man, I'm going to throw that thing right back at your wrist. You know what happened? I stayed under that man that entire trip. I've been under him pretty much. I mean, he's been a mentor in my life now. He's been my pastor for, I don't know, five years now or more. Mm -hmm. But, but he's been a mentor in my life ever since then. I've never left his side because of that moment. That didn't happen with this spectacular message that he preached. And I just like, oh, Lord, that man preached so good. I got, no, it's the fact that he gave me exactly what I needed at that, at that particular moment in time. Go ahead, brother. I can say the same with that. Some of the best uh, life lessons I received yes, sir. under this pastor. Being on a, a lift, putting up. <laughs> <laughs> putting up whatever on the building, you know, we cover, we were covering windows with plywood and mm -hmm. siding. But I learned a lot of life lessons during that time. Yes, sir. And it helped because it just it's two things I'm gonna say here. It helped me relate. How did Jesus, when I read the scripture, when he's talking to the disciples or anybody, mm -hmm. did he hoop at them? Mm -hmm. Did he mm -hmm. preach at them? Mm -hmm. I I just couldn't find examples where he mm -hmm. so called preached, so to speak. You know. Mm -hmm. But I gotta move. I gotta believe he moved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, still, at the time when I read it, he just talking plain to the people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what 
that happened from a day when my son, when he was probably about five, we were in church and the pastor started up giving the word. It mm -hmm. was good. Mm -hmm. You know, he's teaching, he's teaching. And then he wrapped it up and finished it, right? He's hooping. And my son looked at me and said, Dad, why do you keep saying that? Mm -hmm. So I had to go home and tell him. So mm -hmm. I couldn't. I tried to tell him right then. Yeah. But I had to tell him, I said, I'm feeling good. Yeah. Why you ain't? Yeah. You just, yeah. you're going to get when you get older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he, I, I know there's a revel, um, a relation between the two. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And to understand that is really hard for people as we come and we're going first after the, Lost. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like when people get in here, when the fish get in the net, mm -hmm. and we want to turn around and keep preaching at them, preach at them because there's mm -hmm. some lessons they got to learn. Mm -hmm. But there's some that just walked in here brand new mm -hmm. that they still have to do these moments y'all are sharing with us right, right now. That's I good. appreciate all you guys for yes, doing sir. this because mm -hmm. we need more of these revivals, so to speak, or mm -hmm. I call it a revival as in having a meeting right now. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. imagine doing what you're doing now, we set this up for five or six o'clock on a, on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's once a month. I don't know if it's once or every other month, mm -hmm. but imagine people showing up. There's no song being sung. The tradition, is it hurting the unity yes, sir. of the kingdom? Because we got to, you know, who's going to sing the song? Who's going to sing first? Who's going to do this? Mm -hmm. Now, why can't we just sit down and let y'all talk? I think what, what, with what you just outlined is absolutely more cultural than it is biblical all day. Yeah, and I think uh, as a preacher, as a as a as a as a minister of the gospel, as a as a as a teacher of the gospel, one of the things that you can kind of fall um, you can kind of fall to the pressures of is kind of connecting yourself to the culture of the church, mm -hmm. and because this is how we've always been taught, this has always been the example of what a preacher is a good what not just a preacher, mm -hmm. but a good preacher. Mm -hmm. You ain't no good preacher. Yes. Until to you can, you. Yeah. I heard the voice of Jesus uh -huh. say, yeah, yeah. And, and come don't, on don't to mistake me. it. We do uh -huh. like it. Yeah. Uh, and we love it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do like it. There are elements of it yeah. that we love. But mm -hmm. the one thing about me is whenever I was called into ministry, the one thing I realized almost immediately, and it's not because I can't hoop or because I, I couldn't do it if I wanted to do it. Um, but when I prayed about, what where where I was going to be in ministry and what I was going to do. The one thing I realized, as as my as my father's son, it's almost like, and I'm not comparing in any way my daddy to Saul, mm -hmm. not in any way. No now, way. Please do not get that well, out yes. of what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's almost like, um, whenever P, uh, whenever whenever David was about to face Goliath, yeah, sure. and Saul moved to put his Armor, armor mm -hmm. on David. Mm -hmm. And David came to the realization that he can't fight this battle with Saul's armor on. Mm -hmm. But he went back and he changed into what he was wearing as a shepherd. Yes, yes sir. That's right. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. To yes, fight sir. an enemy that was bigger than all what all of his people wanted to face. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. But that's how God equipped him. And that's how God released him. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's powerful. Oh, yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So when it comes to articulating God's word in today's time, mm -hmm. that stuff don't work no more. Mm -hmm. I, I, I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Because you want to know what this generation wants? Clarity. Yep. 
They want to hear something clearly that they can understand because they're seeking understanding. And that's what the church is fighting against. And that's what tradition is kind of killing us because we don't want to change how you articulate and how you communicate God's word. You have people who are falling by the the wayside because their ears are cut off Mm -hmm. from what the Lord is saying through through how you are presenting it. Mm -hmm. Not understanding that it's not that you ain't a good preacher. It's not that you're not a good teacher, mm-hmm. but it's just the way that it's just the way now people aren't so emotionally attached to God's word anymore. And yeah. their ears are itching. And their ears yeah. are itching. And yeah. you have all these different waves mm-hmm. and winds of doctrine Voices. coming from yeah. everywhere. Right. So if they don't get it from you, they're going to get it from somewhere. They're going to get it from the Hebrew Israelites. Yes, sir. Yeah. Talk about they're going to get it from all of these outside sects and all these different mm-hmm. ideologies. Uh, ideals and beliefs mm-hmm. that are not godly, that are that are not truly holy, mm-hmm. but it looks the part. Yes, sir. But mm-hmm. only because it makes me feel a certain way in my spirit. And you explained it better than what my preacher. Because I asked my I asked my <laughs> pastor questions, and he couldn't answer this for me. <laughs> All he said was, "Well, um, if you just." Keep your head together. <laughs> you know, he'll do it for you. <laughs> and then we get a testimony from about 30 other people. It says there, won't he do it? Yeah, won't he do it? Hey, and, and we don't know anything. <laughs> and, and listen, right now, uh-huh. right now, yes, sir. this is what I was convicted about. <laughs> Pastor Gate, could we not be smacking God in the faith? That's it. Faith for who he created us to be. <laughs> yes, sir. Because it's like this. This is what I learned in seminary when they was apologizing. Old 85-year-old Greek scholar said this, Ricky, when you just talk, it brings tears to my eyes. (laughs) He said, said, when you just talk, I see God created you different from me. Boom. That's the boom moment. But here what we go to do, we go to school to try to be like, a particular person. There you go. You put in a box. Yeah. <laughs> and now we put in the box. Now I would go farther to say this. Now we are getting up pretending to, to be, be somebody. We not. ain't. Man, come on, come now. on now. I want to run on that, that one right there. And believe it or not, that's a religion that has been passed down. And until we perfect it like such and such got it, mm-hmm. we never feel holy. That's, that's, that's right. why early in the church, what, what you talking about, bro, that's why early in the church, people like, man, yeah, Jesus was black. Like, ain't no way you could be black. Because when I read what he was preaching, he was, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I ain't never heard no, no black. Brother. <laughs> no brother <laughs> talking like that. Jesus was like, bless him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. child, you know what I'm saying? But, but it's just that's the true. power mm-hmm. of who he created. His words. And yes. it's in his word yeah. that comes exactly. through that creation. And one that more, uh, and even to piggyback on that, and we're done. And I'm, I, I ain't gonna, gonna talk no more unless y'all ask me to talk. I, I promise. I'm shut up. All, all the people that really saying, "Oh, Pastor, you left it. Y'all messed up." But check it out. The one thing Jesus never did, neither. Jesus ain't never speaking tongues. Mm-hmm. And I'm not against speaking in tongues in I church. Got you. Right. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, but there are things that we pass down as the symbol or mm-hmm. as the sign of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right, as the and it's one of the minor gifts. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It's the most, it is the most minor to the point to where Paul said, when you come to church, 
If it's going to cause confusion in the church, Don't shut do up. It. <laughs> Don't do it. I about lost our church with that. Yes, sir. That's what he said. Unless there's somebody that can depict what you, that can, that can interpret what you're saying, That's hush him out. Mm-hmm. Because it creates controversies that shouldn't be there. And because God is God of clarity. That's right. That's right. So, and then what he said, he said, above all, get an understanding. That's, That's right. it. That's right. But look here, we ain't preaching really good until we validate it with the tongue. Hey, God, Lord, have mercy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's putting the cart yeah. before the horse. That's it. <laughs> because if the tongue does come, the word of my interpretation. That's it. And listen, I had that actually happen one time in my church experience. We was at the Family Christian Center yeah. and a lady jumped up and started speaking in tongues. We had a Mexican pastor on staff. We sitting there. Pastor trying to say, okay, let's just let's see somebody going to discern this. Mexican pastor got up and was like, yo, pastor, shut her down. <laughs> we're like, we're like, yeah. we're like, what? She is cursing God out in my language. Oh. And we shall not sit here and listen to this. Ooh, God, and he said, I rebuke you in the name of you. And we found out she run out the church. We found father found out that she was a major witch doctor. Look at that. Look at that. But the church had got silent just to listen. Mm. <laughs> I know a pastor did the same thing in Shelby. Lord he help saw me. the same thing happening. Good. Say it again, brother. Say it again. He knew a guy did the same thing. He said that happened in the service. Yes, mm-hmm. sitting there. Yes, sir. And she kept getting upset. I couldn't tell what the lady was saying. Mm-hmm. And the pastor stood up and he's standing up to be preaching. And the second time he said something, he rebuked her. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around like, well, what, what's the problem? You know, yeah, yeah. what did she just say? I couldn't tell what she was really saying. Yeah. And he rebuked her. That girl got up and ran out the door. Wow. Now, when she got out, the security guy, I mean, we got mm-hmm. up. We went outside, like, make sure everything's cool. We went out in the lobby and couldn't find her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in the bathroom. She wasn't in the lobby. She wasn't outside. We ran around the building. We don't know where that lady went to, mm-hmm. but I was scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that said that somebody was speaking something that mm-hmm. yeah. I, a pastor got some, uh, he got ter- Interpolation and interpolation, what happened? Yeah, yeah. interpolation. Yeah. Yes, and so yes, I, th- I think that's important to understand that, to from from a traditional standpoint, we gotta we gotta we gotta really search the scriptures. We gotta we gotta really be able to align what's being taught in church because you know there are some religious denominations, there are some denominations that teach mm-hmm. you do not have the Holy Spirit unless you speak in tongues, mm-hmm. unless that is the sign or the symbol or the sign of the Holy Spirit in you, and. uh that can't be farther from the truth. Then it's farther from the truth. Amen. 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 Because how can you be of his if, if the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit draws you? Yes. Man, we could go into that, that <laughs> deep. Like, yeah. We yeah. might have to do another segment. Yeah. And, and you know what I'm saying? Pastor, Pastor Ricky said, I heard the spirit of chicken calling my no, name. He, he, he was calling and mashed potatoes. He was calling early. And, 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 and I put him on hold. <laughs> but I'm going to say, release it. Let me go. <laughs> Hey, y'all, Professor Q, you got anything else, bro? We're I good, love it, man. We good. We good, man. All right, man. This has been another great episode of Joint Ass. Thank y'all for tuning in. And until next time, peace.